Throughout the season of Lent, we had been uh, taking a look at uh, some video clips to help give us a reference of the story of Christ, his earthly ministry. And of course, we came to that point of his death uh, upon the cross. Today, we have a, a bit of a, a clip to, to speak to us with regards to the resurrection. And to lead up to the, where we're going to see the clip is that uh, after Jesus had died on the cross, uh, the, the religious leaders of the time who uh, had called for his crucifixion wanted to make sure that no, uh, nothing would be done to give the perception that Jesus had raised to the dead, because Jesus had said that that's exactly what happened. So they made sure to request a, a posting of guards to be around the tomb, for the tomb to be sealed up, in order that no one would be able to sneak in and steal the body and pretend that Jesus had, raised, had been raised from the dead. So what we do is we come to that clip where uh, the women had already come, and the, the tomb is open, the grave is empty, and they've gone back to the disciples to try to make sense of what it is that has happened and taken place. And what we're going to see here is first uh, the, some of those religious leaders coming with the guards to see this empty tomb uh, and, and to figure that out. And then, of course, Jesus in his appearance with some of the disciples. This is precisely what I feared. His disciples must have come in the night, removed the stone, and taken away the body. Possible. I had guards here, as you requested. And your priests were here, too. written, the Son of Man will suffer, and on the third day will rise again from the dead to enter his glory. You are my witnesses to this. Now my Father in heaven is reconciled to the world. As he sent me, so I am sending you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Go like lambs among wolves. Make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teach them the gospel and the commandments I gave you. Now, I am leaving the world again and going to the Father. Stay with us. 
for the night is falling and the day is almost over. Don't be afraid. I am with you every day till the end of time. Must have been quite a morning. They had all seen the crucifixion. They had seen Jesus breathe his last breath. The body had been put into the tomb and had sat there. And the women had gone and three days later to make preparations for a proper burial. The disciples were hidden, hidden in an upper room, knowing if that was the sort of judgment that was going to be taken out on their Lord, uh, they probably could be next. So they were very certain that Jesus had died. So I wonder what it must have been like to walk through that process of confusion to see the empty tomb, to find things not as you expected it. And then what would it have been like to see Christ risen from the dead? You see, in the end, while sometimes we may not think about it, that all matters. Did Christ rise from death to life? It matters. So often we take a look at at the Christian faith and we compare it to all these other religions. In the end, it's like, well, it just is believing something. If that's what you want to believe, fine, so be it. But as we take a look at what we see in God's Word, it matters if Jesus was raised from death to life. You see, it matters to the women who went to the tomb and found him alive. It matters to those disciples. It matters to generation after generation of Christians persecuted for the faith that they have. Christians even today persecuted for their faith. It matters for people who walk through the process of the death of a loved one. It matters for you and it matters for me whether or not Jesus was raised from death to life. And here's what we see in the scriptures, is that Jesus made himself known to his disciples and many others in the days following his resurrection. Yesterday in chapel, we spent some time talking about these two disciples whom Jesus appeared to on the road to Emmaus, talking with them and preaching to them on the road before they finally realized who it was who had been talking to them the whole time in a meal that he shared in the breaking of bread. And we get to Luke chapter 24, verse 36. This is how Luke tells us the story. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them, and he said to them, Peace to you. They were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, 
For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still disbelieved for joy and were marveled, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and he ate it before them. And he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and the repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. See, I think where people understand being driven by something or being passionate about something, wanting to share something with other people. We understand a, a certain sense of fanaticism, of support and, uh, for, for a team or for other aspects of, of life in this world. We understand people who are so wrapped up in what they believe that they will invest themselves in it fully. But here's the difference with these disciples, that Jesus appeared to the women, that he appeared to the 11 disciples, that he appeared to over 500 other individuals over the course of not a single day or a couple of days, but over the course of 40 days before he ascended up into heaven. And those people who were crying or lacked courage and were hiding in an upper room, upon seeing with their own eyes the risen Lord, suddenly had the confidence to face a world that we know for the disciples in particular, all but one of them, would be put to death for proclaiming that Christ risen from the dead. See, God gives us his word and his spirit, but he also gives us the testimony of those individuals. And it matters that Christ has risen from the dead. Because all the promises that he makes to us are wrapped in his ability to fulfill what he said about himself and to accomplish the things that he said he would accomplish. Just as he died on the cross for our sins, our sins are forgiven. Just as he is raised from death to life, we live with him and in him and have the promise of eternal life despite what we may experience, see, observe in this world. For ours is a living Lord. A God who says, I live and so you too shall live also.